<laughs> we're back. Um, yes, Chalvi questions coming up, including the hot air balloon. I sat here, racked my brain. I thought, no, I can't let it pass. So um, we're in studio with the founder and CEO of Pluro, which you absolutely must go onto Apple Store and download. It's brilliant. Or uh, Play Store, depending on what your phone is, because it then allows us to literally walk into a shop and go, give us a discount because there's 50 of us or 100 of us. Uh, I'm still doing my list, by the way, of all of the people that I am getting discounts from. Yaya Center, as you are, the entirety of you, and the junction, and Sarit Center. I'm about to visit you. In fact, you can do this. I wonder if you can do this for fuel. Hmm. You can do it for anything. Hmm. Mark Sento, Shell, good morning. I'm giving you a shout out from the 19th floor of Lonra House. So listen, I've got to ask this, of course, from the trader's point of view. So from the person who is selling, from from from. Uh, the Java or, or the 360 Pizza or whoever it is who is selling, why would they want to engage Pluro? Yeah. So, so that's the real disruption, mm-hmm. right? So there's the, there's the consumer disruption and innovation around kind of crowdsourcing in real time, which I think is really cool, really powerful. It's organic, it's viral, etc. From the merchant's perspective, what we're doing is we're disrupting kind of how you think about marketing, right? So the conventional mechanism of marketing is you buy a billboard, right? You spend a million shillings and hope somehow that it all kind of comes back to you, right? The way we're going about doing this is by putting the power in the hand of the consumer. What that means is if you're Java or whoever else, Linton's, right? You're able to drive the exact type of messaging and promotion to the exact people who are interested in your product, mm. right? So if you think about it, Right, so let's say you're the Mac store, right, at Garden City or Village Market. Um, what we're able to do for Java is we're able to say, okay, so at your store at Village, I'm sorry, um, Linton's at uh, Mac store at Village Market, we're able to say, here are 150 people who are within two kilometers of your store who actually might be interested in your product. Not just 200 random people, but 200 people who actually might be interested in your product. And so what we then do is, you get a push notification, mm-hmm. right? And all these people show up into your front door and you're able to track everything. So if you're if you're the, the marketing type, suddenly we've solved the ROI problem, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You spend a thousand shillings to push out this this ad, you can see exactly who saw it, you can see exactly who came in, and you can see exactly how much money they spent. No one else is able to do that for you, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. So so two questions. What about uh, for businesses that only have a single store? So they yeah. they are probably in, I don't know, they, they might be in uh, Westlands, but they want this to be available for everyone in Nairobi because they want to push footfall. How does that work for them? Yeah, so, so what we're able to do on the consumer side, the consumer is able to expand or contract the radius of promotions that they uh-huh. see. So you as a consumer can, can, can kind of say, okay, show me just Westlands or show me all of Nairobi, right? But the, the challenge that we have to manage is we don't want too many promotions being bombarded to consumers because at some point if you get too many you kind of turn off right so in fact what we found and we've tested this uh, many many times is for the merchant you know single location mom and boga doesn't really mm. matter right the most important thing is to show the promotion to the people who are most likely to come to take advantage of it and those are people who are close by and those are people who have some propensity of wanting that particular product Right, so it's it's a little bit of a shift in mindset, where you say, no, show this to everyone. That's kind of what people yeah, traditionally think. Spray and pray, marketing. exactly, right? So, 
100,000 eyeballs and some percentage of those guys will come in. Well, we're saying that's, that's fine, but the better way to do it is to, to show to the exact people who might actually be interested and therefore would be more likely to then come in. And by the way, they happen to be close by, so they can just walk across the street. So think about this from the, from the perspective of a perishable good. Mm. Flowers, vegetables, and that type of thing. So what you're now able to do, even if you're the Mamambog at the, at the corner of Tomboy and Moy Avenue or whatever it is, you can create a promotion, right? Right on the phone, it takes three minutes, right? You can create a promotion, and the people who are physically within one kilometer of your single stall are the ones who see it, and they'll come in in real time, you know, in half an hour, to come take advantage of whatever excess inventory that you have, oh. right? So now suddenly, if you had, you know, 100 bouquets of roses, and you've sold 85, and you have 15 left, you leave at the end of the day with all your inventory gone. So now you don't have to worry about, okay, what do I do with these flowers or with these tomatoes, you know, whatever it might be at the end of the day. Same thing with restaurants, right? You have 50 tables, mm -hmm. you only have 20 tables occupied, you have another 30, can you fill them up right now, right? And that's really where the innovation shows up because it's real time, it's location based, and it's driven by people who actually want your product. So I'm sort of thinking as a trader, if I want more footfall, um, whether this would be an avenue on which to sort of say, you know, today between X and Y o'clock, you can come in and you can get, you know, my product for mine X minus 10%. Exactly. That's exactly it. Right. And wow. so we, so when we started the company 18 months ago when we launched, it was purely consumer driven, right? And very quickly merchants said, I have this inventory management problem, yes. whether it's, it's, it's tables or hotel rooms or airline seats or physical inventory. Why don't you let us create the promotions when we want to, when we know it's slow in the store or when we know we have all this inventory we need to push out? So that's exactly right, right? Uh -huh. So we allow the merchant to then say, here's what I want to do, when, and then we just push it out, right? And that's, that's where the value comes in for that trader, for that merchant. Right now, you've sort of partnered with Barclays. Why yes. Barclays? Yeah, so that's really exciting. Um, we're launching in uh, in Kenya, in Nairobi, um, in partnership with Barclays. And there's, there's a whole host of reasons. But I think from our perspective, the big one is this becomes very compelling when you have scale, right? When there's mm -hmm. 100,000 people in the CBD who are looking at the app and kind of going to all these promotions. So we want to get to scale as quickly as we can, right? So partnering was absolutely important to us, right? So then it was a question of who do you partner mm -hmm. with? And as you might imagine, we talked to a bunch of different people, and Barclays, uh, in many ways, gets it, right? And you know, there's a lot of companies who talk innovation, who talk disruption, et cetera. But from my perspective as a CEO, I really wanted to partner with a company that actually gets it, can execute, and is truly, truly passionate about it. And, and you know, as I met with the, with, the, with the guys at Barclays, it was absolutely clear to me from day one that this is something that they're serious about, and that was important to me. Wow, Barclays, send a shout out, huh? Um, so, so we've got to do Chalbi. So the Chalbi Desert is in the north of Kenya. Do you know about the Chalbi Desert? It's in the north of Kenya. It's okay. the driest, most beautiful place in Kenya. I've been, and it's absolutely breathtaking. Okay. And so we're going to take you out That's to the, the Chalbi Desert. Okay. okay. In the Chalbi Desert with Capital in the Morning. So, Chalbi Desert Moment, ladies and gentlemen, with Kim Mohota, the founder and CEO of Pluro. So, uh, three quick fire questions. Okay. They're really good fun. Okay. Um, so first one is, uh, what are they going to say about you when you're gone? When I'm gone? Mm -hmm. When your number's called, when your time is up. 
Um, hopefully they'll say I was passionate about whatever I did and that I was fun and spontaneous. Wow. Okay. Um, and who inspires you? Oh, wow. That's a good one. Um, you know, it might sound cliche, um, but Apple and Steve Jobs in many ways inspires me because of some of the things that he said that really underscore this journey of entrepreneurship. And the one that really stands out to me is he, he gave a speech, I forget where it was, it might have been Stanford or something, where he said, I think it was University of Michigan, he said, you know, everything that we use, you know, your shoes, your car, the building you're in, someone built, right? And that someone wasn't necessarily a genius. It was just someone who endeavored to go build it. And I remember the first time I heard that, you know, all the light bulbs in my head went off and said, wow, you know, anyone could literally become a entrepreneur and build anything, mm. right? So to me, he's one of my biggest uh, inspirations. I love that you said that. because it sort of gave me this little flashback to pre-colonialism and whatnot. And everyone built. Yeah. You had to build your own house. Everyone was the architect and everyone was the contractor right. and everyone was the mud mixer. In That's right. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, so we put you in the Chalbi Desert. Okay. You're stuck in the Chalbi Desert, but bizarrely, you're stuck. Uh, you can have three things in the Chalbi Desert. You can have favorite book, uh, excluding a religious book. So you will already have, you know, a, your Bible, your Quran, your <laughs> okay. whatever it is. So you can't say uh, that. Okay. Another book, uh, a piece of music. It could be an album, a song, a record, whatever it is, and uh, a luxury item. What would you take? Oh, I get to choose one of the three. No, no, no. You oh, so uh, like what would I take? One, one of each? Yes, one of each. Got it. Okay, so book. Hmm. I would bring a book of jokes. Okay. Yeah, just to keep myself entertained. Okay. And there's, there's, there's thousands of different books of jokes. But I'll bring a, you know, one of those kind of joke of the day books. Uh, I bring one of those. Okay. So that I have something to laugh about every day. <laughs> yeah, because you are in the Chalby. Yes. Uh, so, um, music. Music. So I have this weird thing with, with regards to music. I, I love listening to like musical scores, like movie uh -huh. theme songs. There's just something strange about that music to me, and I, it's, it's absolutely soothing. So I, I'd probably bring that type of music. Do you have a favorite one? I like the Da Vinci Code ah. musical score. Yeah. It is incredibly inspiring to me. It sounds strange, but it really is. If you've never listened to it, YouTube it. It's Google is your friend. YouTube yeah. is your friend. Goosebumps. Uh, luxury item. A car? Can I? Can yes, I you can. Oh, what good. kind of car? Um, <laughs> uh, so the other day I went to a Mercedes dealership. Uh -huh. <laughs> and they have this new Mercedes that's a... It's a, it's a spin-off of an old brand called the Maybach, right? They launched the Maybach. It didn't do very well. So they kind of combined the S-Class and the Maybach. So it's kind of like a stretch, stretch version of the... Of the, of the Maybach, right? Um, of the S-Class, I'm sorry. So I'd, I'd have that car. And the thing I love about that car is that the back seats fully recline, right? So the front seat leans back and the back seat reclines and now you have a bed. Oh, wow. Right? So I'd listen to this music in While this car. sleeping in your car. with a joke. <gasps> right. So okay. it wouldn't be so bad. <laughs> <laughs> and so being American, they're the only ones who sleep in their cars. <laughs> right. And now to put the man in the Chalby balloon. So... You are 40,000 feet above uh, the Chalbi Desert. Okay. Okay. There are three people uh, in the balloon with you. One you have to kiss. Oh, my God. One you have to marry. One you have to throw overboard. 
bum, bum, bum. So, Mr. Kim Mohota, founder and CEO of Pluro, <laughs> the three persons who are in right. the Chalby balloon with you are Kim Kardashian. Oh, God. Oh, so you're going to give me the names. Oh, wow. Okay. Julie Gishuru and Ashwari Rai. Who do you kiss? Who do you marry? Who do you throw overboard? And can I just say that your beautiful wife, Mokami, is listening? Okay, so I'm <laughs> going to ask a very terribly ignorant question. Ashwari, who is that? Bollywood's uber super gorgeous superstar. Okay. All right, so... Kardashian. Wait, no, we've got to change Ashwari because if you don't know her, then you're likely to throw her overboard. <laughs> so instead of Ashwari, who we are going to put in is Alicia Keys. Alicia Keys. Alicia Keys, Kim Kardashian, Julie Gishiru. Kiss, marry, throw overboard. Kiss, marry, throw overboard. Okay, throw overboard is easy. Um, Kim Kardashian. She's gone. <laughs> All right, so I've got Julie and I've got... Alicia Keys. Alicia Keys. So it's marry and... Kiss. Kiss. Oh, wow. Um, and my wife's listening. And yes, and so no pressure at all. Hello, and so are your kids. Let's throw everyone That's in there. Right. And, and your the mom. Kids are listening, and my mom's <laughs> yeah, listening. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. so I would marry Alicia Keys. I guess that means I would kiss Julia Shore. Oh, okay. All the guys went yes. All the Kenyan went. Women went. Pfft. <laughs> <laughs> and then when I'm done, I have to go to the flower shop and a jeweler and buy flowers and jewelry and ask for forgiveness, right? Pluro is your friend. That's right. <laughs> I'll create a Pluro, I'll get a discount, and then go to Mokami and ask for forgiveness. Listen, um, thank you ever so much. Once again, you've got to get this app. I've got it, and you absolutely must. It's uh, Pluro, and the way in which you get it is... Yeah, you simply download the app through the App Store or Google Play or just go to our website, download the app. It's free. You open it up and you can create Pluros anywhere you spend money. Kim Mohota, CEO, founder, Pluro. Thank you once again. Thank you. <laughs>